Yo, you already know what it is. You're listening to The Urban Product. It's your boy, DME. It's your boy, Cozy Rich. And we got a very special guest in the studio today. First time, you feel me? But he's a heavy hitter. A heavy hitter in the state of Massachusetts. Would you please do us the honors of introducing yourself for our audience, please? I'm Hum Beats. I make beats. Is that what y'all want? That's a humble way to put it. Okay, okay. We can start off with that. He's Humbeats and he makes beats. You feel me? For all all the inquiries, where can they find you at? At Humbeats. Everywhere. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going <laughs> to be great. You feel me? So if we're not familiar with Humbeats, uh, he's a known producer out in the state. He's making me give his credentials because he just ma- says he makes beats. But um, if you don't know him, you've heard his tag a lot in the city. Um, Shorty humming his name. We love that. We love that out here. You feel me? Uh, but yeah, if you don't know him, he's worked with tons of cats definitely throughout the city. We can name a few. We got Millie's up there. We got G.O.D. up there. Monavelli in the studio with us. You feel me? Hey, we got Monavelli up there. A bunch of people in the state. Um, do you want to, you know, give the people, you know, a full list of people you work with? So Just they, so we can yeah, understand, um, you know, so who we got. Who, who we speaking to right now, who they listening to. Yeah, got Sue Surf, Davies, uh, Fab, Jim Jones, Young Dolph. Oh, rest in peace. Damn. R.I.P. Um, who else? Some others I can't think of right now, but, you know. They all great. They all great. (laughs) Well, welcome. Definitely want to say thank you for joining us, everyone in the studio. Welcome as well. Humbeats brought a team with him. We love that on this side. Uh, But welcome. It's season seven, episode 167 of The Urban Product. We got Humbeats out here. He hit us up, and he just wanted to come out here, kick it with the gang, talk about what he got going on. He has a lot of involvement in the city and in the music industry, if you weren't aware. He got his own label going on, Level Up Always Sound. We love that. You see the merch on him right now. You see the merch on the table right now. You can hit him up for his merch. Hit us up for our merch. You feel me? We we out here. Supply and demand. Support, support your local people. But, Humbeats, how are you doing? I don't know if I asked you that to, first to start off. I'm good. You doing I'm good. good? I'm good. You in the city for a little bit? Yeah, about another week. Word, and then you're yeah. back to ATL? Yeah. So you like you live there permanently, right? And yeah. you just visit when you're up here? Right. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. So how's that um how's that ATL smooth, that commute? Honestly. Um the commute? No, just going back and forth. It's not bad. I mean, ATL is kinda like right there. It's like three hour flight, two hour flight, so So you make the trip fre- frequently? <clears throat> Probably not frequent enough. Oh, okay. You know. I'm getting there, you know. Mm-hmm. What well, made you move yeah. to ATL? Uh, just the scene. It's so much more, just more, honestly, than mass. Um, opportunity is just a lot more consistent out there. And um, and that was really it. I felt like I was just kind of at my peak in mass. And I just needed to expand my, my opportunities. And so, when was that? Uh, almost two years now, almost two years ago. Probably should have been sooner, but you know, opportunities were calling out there. Yeah, I had one that made me move like immediately. Like that's what really got me out there, and um, like I was taking trips out there every couple of weeks. But um, but yeah, I got an opportunity. I just kind of 
move like in a month. Mm-hmm. So, so, so for it. me, like we've been we've been doing this podcast for a little bit, and our thing has always been like trying to promote the Boston music scene and just like put people on and try to just <clears throat> encourage people to just you know stay in Boston and you know promote promote the city and put the city on. You moving to ATI, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to like why why you feel like you couldn't progress any further being in Boston. It's just the, like there's some scenes that you need to kind of take experience and take, um, not culture, but you gotta take like some some vibes, you gotta earn some, some stripes somewhere else and kind of bring it back to where you wanna build up on. It's kind of like having a sold out store. So you go to another store, and bring it back to yours. You know, no, I understand that concept. Yeah, I got it. You feel like you probably reached. I want to say because <clears throat> I don't want to say you reached your potential out here. You feel me? Because there's so mm-hmm. much that anyone could do out here. But do you feel like you probably did what you had to do up here? So that's right. why you went down there to gain more. Right. I felt like like I wasn't obviously I wasn't like super famous out here, super whatever. But um, I worked with a bunch of people mm-hmm. um locally i my name is kind of floating around the area as to where i could kind of just um i kind of just could just work with anybody in the area without having to go through a bunch of steps mm-hmm. so i felt like i had to find that new area where i can go in and kind of just um do the same thing Expanding your reach, expanding your reach and your horizon. Exactly. So let's talk about the scene down there because I've never been. People, people tell me that it's very active down (coughs) there. I've never been, but Mm, I've heard tons of stories of just music, just how how music is created down there. So what's your Mm -hmm. process like, and how it differs from when you're up here? Um, Well, my thing was I didn't really want to change my process too much. It um, like I feel like I can do the same pretty much the same thing down there just at a different rate so probably quicker yeah it has to be quicker that's what i'm saying yeah Yeah, because they're active down there. yeah so i'm pretty much doing the same thing just finding people to work with and just it's just more frequently more consistent Mm -hmm. and um but yeah the, the scene out there is is moving like it's 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 heavy out there so um that was a big reason why i felt like i had to get out there was just again the opportunities just are everywhere mm-hmm. and um i just felt like i could take advantage of that instead of staying here and just kind of working with the same people over and over mm. or trying to find like the new person that's hot um i felt like i can go to atlanta and get and get more in return and then i can bring that back to like wherever mm-hmm. Boston or whatever like the same way that you helped put a light on artists up here I'm pretty sure down there you probably discovered some hot and bubbling right. talent that we probably aren't hip to yet mm-hmm. right word word and it's and it's lit if you get to work with those type of people and kind of just get those collaborations off because a later on down the line if the pieces fall in place mm-hmm. it just helps everybody else out right. in the end you feel me so it's dope if you can be there in the beginning phase and just make your mark and then that will be something to bring back home right you feel me that would be dope that would be definitely be dope that's the plan yeah i love that, love <coughs> to hear that. 
for me, I'm curious as to like what your actual creative process is when it comes to producing a beat or mm-hmm. just producing something in general. Could you talk to us about that and just like explain what your um, process is like? The videos look fire. Like a, of you making a beat, like yeah. a, like I've oh, seen it. Thank like, you. Yeah, yeah, definitely speak on it. Um, creatively, it's kind of um, in the moment. I would say I don't really have like a um, like something I do to get inspired. I kind of just go off my inspiration at the moment and see what happens. Um, lately, I've been making a lot of my beats on like acapellas and vocals and stuff like that. So that's like a new creative thing I'm taking. But other than that, it's just in the moment. Nothing really, like I don't really have like a process for it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Does your mood like affect the way you make a beat in, in the moment or does that really happen? Yeah, because that's really how um, the creativity comes out. It's just like what, whatever mood you're in, you kind of relay that in the in the music. So... That's kind of how I talk, you know. <laughs> I'm soft-spoken, but the music speaks a lot, so. Let's go ahead and play some. Let's go ahead and play a track so people are familiar with Humbeat's production. And, you know, since he was so gracious enough to bring a guest in the studio, let's go ahead and start something off right. You feel me? A project just released this past Friday. Let's go ahead and talk about it, you feel me? So, like I said, we got Monavelli in the studio. Ain't gonna tell you that they love you. Dropped a project this past Friday called Rich. It's on all platforms. Make sure you go check that out. The track that you're listening to right now is called Truth with Shoe Surf. And it's produced by none other but my guy, Hum Beats. You feel me? Go ahead and listen to it just so you can become familiar with the sounds of Massachusetts. You feel me? Tap it real quick. And I'm going to vibe out real quick. Because, hey, it's 420. And this is exactly what I need. You feel me? This is exactly what I need. <laughs> it is my work like Basquiat This frame keep it enticing Me and my niggas out here hungry Nigga, you game, don't get excited I don't race in my own lane You can't win cause you ain't invited, nigga Since a child, nigga I've been divided I got demons and a lot of love to give The end is only kid They like rap now, bitch, sing All this pressure rolling blunts I might just learn how to ride Flip the bag and flee the scene It tastes like fuck a deal Go make my music in peace They gon' tell you that they love you They gon' lie to you too Figure out which one the truth Nigga, I got it off the muscle Took all the stress with it too They gon' get this shit confused They gon' tell you that they love you They gon' lie to you too Figure out which one the truth Nigga, I got it off the muscle Took all the stress with it too They gon' get this shit confused Still got love in me too, huh? Still got love in me too, huh? Yeah Still got love in me too Still got love in me too, huh? Yeah Nah, you gotta go run the streams up if you wanna hear surf. Facts. <laughs> Alright, but go ahead, tap in, tap in. But yes, that was uh Monavelli featuring Sue Surf, Truth on all platforms, produced by my guy Humbeats. But just so you know, if you heard that tag in the beginning, that Humbeats, if you heard that tag in the beginning, that's how you know it's my dog. So with that being said, I know you're familiar with his sound. So you can just imagine the type of reach that he has in the state. What do you have to say about how far Mass has come? I'd say maybe within the last five years. That's the time range I want to put on it. Within the last five years, since you went down to ATL, spent that two years down here, you were able to watch it from there. How we been doing? 
in your eyes? Not bad. Let's talk. It needs work. It. Let's talk about it. I think okay. it needs work. Okay. Right. Elaborate yeah. on that's, that. That's yeah. what the, yeah. that's yeah. what the yeah. urban Elaborate. product is about. You feel me? Let's <clears> get um, into it. This man got a different perspective, so, yeah, so let's hear about it. As a producer, and knowing how a track is made and kind of pushed, I feel like a lot of the local scene is focused on recording and then it stops. And I feel like we need to focus a lot more on image and um, like how you're perceived in the scene, the Boston scene. Um, I feel like a lot of people just worry about being the best artist or the best rapper or whatever and not more about like being the best like full artist with you know cover art and imagery and just you know uh how their image is and how it's how they're looked at so it's like a branding issue yeah there's a branding issue yeah a big branding issue like marketing um i feel like nobody really pays attention to that and it's like it's really important i know it's like it's boring work it's you know a bunch of numbers and just behind the scenes work but i feel like it's what a lot of people are missing and if they just had that or focused on that we would be a lot more further as a scene like you know there's a bunch of dope artists everywhere but if it's not looked at as dope artists it's not gonna it's not gonna work okay so for in in your perspective give me a rundown i'm an artist i have this um project that i'm trying to promote i got a bunch of heat from a bunch of other local artists i'm Mm -hmm. trying to put it on um distro kit or whatever these distribution centers in and i'm trying to promote and market it what's the best route i should take um i mean that whole process is what everyone does that's that's fine it's just the the work around it like the the cover art the um the graphics for the cover art so a lot of art's been looking sloppy to you we can say it <coughs> um please do <laughs> i mean i wouldn't say that but like Lack that's just like a it's like it's not really like creativity it's like a effort okay creative People, effort okay. not spending enough time on it essentially yeah not okay. enough time not enough money just not enough of um i guess brain power i guess mm-hmm. it just seems like everything is is bare minimum and they're like they want it out quicker than they want like a quality product i get that i get that so artists should spend more time just developing the entire package rather than just focusing on the sounds they should right focus on how it's presented to the audience how right. it's um pushed around how it's mm-hmm. looked at all of that should matter to the artist right pretty much okay i understand and with that being said i definitely want to give a shout out to this artist that always has dope cover arts like body rock like shout out to um fire yeah shout out to them and um billing off i i forgot how you pronounce his name but shout out to him they always got dope art on that side so fire yeah in terms of paying attention to a package there's their artwork always catches my eyes so that's dope all right, so we're saying that branding is an issue in the city. Okay, does it mm-hmm. does it go anywhere past that in terms um, of, like, the actual quality of music that's being released? How about that? I think sonically everything, not everything, but 
a lot of things sound fine. Um, fine. Production, um, like recording quality sounds good. Okay. I don't think there's a bunch of problems within like that. It's Again, it's just the whole package. Like it's it's just not enough to have a good mm-hmm. song nowadays. Mm-hmm. There's too many of those. You got to stand out, and that that takes like image and <coughs> marketing and all that. But I'll say like 2022 versus maybe like 2015, 2017. I would mm. say the area has come a long way, bro. Like of like I'm so proud of my artists that I have out here. <laughs> like, yeah. like let's just let's be honest. I think the scene, not only the sound has improved, but just the scene and the people who are in it, the numbers have increased. The quality of content has um, grown. Like I'm just seeing so much growth in the area. At least if I was to mark t- frame in not even five, I can definitely say within the last three years, mm-hmm. artists from out here have been doing their thing and putting in the necessary amount of work to get themselves there. All independent. All independent mm-hmm. too. Like there's no... We're not a hub where you just got major labels throwing shit out left and right. Every artist out here got to get theirs out the mud. And for the traction that they're able to pull, I respect it. And I, I can't say that I can't, I can't diss it any type of way. So I'm just mm-hmm. proud of what these artists have been able to do. Shout out to all of y'all. Facts. I was going to ask. I was going to ask you. <clears throat> so have you produced in New York as well? Because you work with like Sue Surf Davies and Fab and all them. Have you been in New York I've been to New York a couple times. Only reason I was asking yeah. is because like Atlanta has its own sound, New York has its own sound. I wanted to ask you, do you think Boston has its own sound? And if not, do you think we can get to that point where we do have our own sound, where we're able to stick out? I think we did in 2015, 2016. I think that was our our peak Boston sound. I feel like now we kind of um, are influenced a little bit too much by other areas because it's trending. and you know, people want to be trending, but, um, but yeah, like 2015, 2016, I feel like that was like our, our main sound and it kind of, it lasted for about a year or two and then it kind of drifted off. No, I, hit, I, hit. I think 2015 is when I actually first started listening to Stiz and myself. I, that's why yeah. I, I had to look yeah. up, I had to look up what was so special about 2015 and I'm like, okay, now I understand, I understand what you're talking about. Um, I wouldn't even say that was like peak. That era was like peak, boss. I felt like that was just a little p- glimpse of the potential of what's out there. You feel me? I don't even think we hit our peak, to be honest. We're just creeping up. But, you know, names are starting to get noticed. And I remembered we had a conversation with somebody before. And it's like, they, what they told me, what, what they told me resonated w- with me to this day. It's not about constantly repping where you're from, it's about. Just being nice at what you do, and then people will look into where you're from. And that, in a way, will be repping where you're from. You feel me? So right. once I figured like that out, I started to see shit much differently. And For yeah, sure. that's why I say many artists, they ain't, they ain't even like claiming their cities or states like that. But they're mm-hmm. dope. And when you ask them where they're from, they'll tell you where they're from. So yeah. that's enough work that you got to do. So I said that yeah, before. It's, it's just like if you're nice, like wh- however you're nice like where you're from isn't gonna change. So like you don't have to rep where you're from technically like every exactly. time, every minute, every second. Like it's not gonna change. So just be nice to what you do. Like that's why I tell people like it's okay to move. Just don't like pretend like you're from the new place. Like it's fine. But I feel that. You know? 
Well, yeah, where you're from is not going to change. So just get nice. And then, like, your hometown will be nice, too. It's, it's okay. Mm. Level up always. Yes, exactly. Level up always. Let's talk about that. I was going to say, yeah, let's get into that. Might as well. Let's do it. <clears throat> Real quick, yeah. So what is level up always? I know I know. You, Dev said you have a label. But where did it come from? How did it start? Like, how did we get to this point where you are able to have a label, have merchandise and all that? Well, I had a studio out in Taunton. And I ended up putting some rules on the board. And the first rule was level up always. And it was more so a rule for my, myself. But um, it just started to become like a, a rule for like the studio. And everyone who came in just... They um they read it they liked it, it just made sense. But it was more so my mindset at the time. I felt like I just had to level up always, and if I stopped doing that, I would become stagnant. I would you know it wouldn't be fun anymore. So it's really just my mindset and how I um just how I looked at my myself as a brand, I guess, and. Then it just became like the brand officially. I think it was 20, 2019, Christmas of twenty nineteen. It, it was it became like my official like brand. And after that, it's just again just pushing it um, with the clothes and just living by it pretty much. Like it would be kind of off brand if I'm not leveling up always. So. Talk nice. Nah, you know, facts. So Every time I see this man, he's in a different type of merch. And I'm just like, yo, it's fire every single time. And I'm like, it's always his shit, <laughs> which I yeah. think is dope. You feel me? I so, think that's dope. <clears throat> I mean, all right, since that's the mantra, since you're always leveling up always, what are you working on right now personally? What are you trying to get better at personally? Um, I want to get I'm, – well, I'm working on, like, photography. Just camera work, I guess. Um. And just getting to a point that I'm comfortable at with music, like there's a lot of personal problems, or not problems, but personal goals I want to hit um, with music, like real real detail, like just nitpicky stuff. But I feel like that, that makes you um, perfect, at least for yourself. I don't think there's like a perfect, but you can be perfect for yourself. So... Could you give us an example, like one of those nitpicky goals? I'm kind of intrigued. Um, like my drums, I feel like my like my drums need to be um, more precise. Oh. Like it's kind of hard to. Now I've been waiting to have a producer in the studio. <laughs> Yo, can you break that down for me, please? Yo, I've been waiting for this for a while. <laughs> now, no, nobody here can dissect music like that. That's why. All right, so, um, so your kits, right? When you're working with your kits, yeah. When you were talking about your drums need to be like more precise, what does that mean? Just because um, I've never produced anything before, but like I've always been just in, in, uh, interested in just the process of laying everything down. So mm-hmm. your drums need to be more pre- precise. What does that mean? Like, um, trying to see how I can explain it. Like, Because are your drums like just, you playing it live? No. Okay. That's another thing. Like, I don't play things live. I kind of just... Um, it's all computer I, programming. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's programmed and stuff, but I, I try and make it feel live. Um 
but I just feel like my drums need need to be more like off beat but on beat. It's it's like um you gotta like play around word? with numbers when you do that shit, right? Yeah, it's just timing. Yeah. Like like I'm, 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 I'm on the programs. They they be like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like like something like like how there's like a, a grid pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um like moving something like ten milliseconds off grid changes the whole vibe of the track. So um just more things like that, just changing snares and, and certain hi hats and it's it's real it's real nitpicky, but I can like it's a it's a feeling, like like you can feel it. You know the difference it'll make once you get that shit down. Yeah, like like hearing hearing one like one beat and then I can take the drums of that beat and like shift them like a millisecond changes everything. And, and do you normally oh sorry, go ahead. And no, I'm just like I don't know if other people can hear it, but I hear it, and it's just like if it's not, if it's not as on point as it should be, it just irks my soul. So. And normally in your music, would you like use the same type of percussion, or do you go through a, like a shitload of different snares and like hats um, and all that? I've gotten better, kind of, with sound selection. I kind of and I I kind of know like where some of my favorites are, and um, getting better at like knowing how to change sounds to mm-hmm. kind of make them sound a little bit different. But, um, but yeah, like especially with live, live drums, it's kind of, it's kind of crucial to pick like the, the sounds that go together. Cause you don't want to sound like two different drum sets or two different drummers. Like it's, it's again, it's real nitpicky, but, um, I can hear it. And if it just doesn't sound right, it'll just annoy me. And so. you and when you say that, no bullshit, it just brings me back uh, back to one of these other songs that you've done in the past. When in terms of like percussion, just like mm-hmm. everything went off in this song for me. This is another joint I'm playing right now. This is No Regret by G Nipsey off of his Memories tape. This is probably my favorite track off the tape. Mm-hmm. This should go crazy. But... Another example of my dog's capability, but it's like it's, it's like nerd talk, but just like that, that little shit that you hear in the background, all of that's important. You think you a shot see I'm a real shot and all of my shots got apps, nigga. I'm out in these streets and I'm deep take a perky to see cause I'm dealing with stress, nigga. I'm dealing with memories, catching my slim in his clock today and I left, nigga. And this isn't your first time dipping into drill. Like drill sounds like that. No, but I'm not a big drill producer. I'm a fan, but not a fan. Really? Not really, no. I think uh, when we were at the testing lab, one of the performers that were there, I think, uh, performed a track produced by you, and it was like fire, but it was really heavy in drill. But it's interesting hearing that you actually don't so. like doing that. Yeah, like I've tapped into it, but, um, nah, but yeah, definitely not. It's not my main lane. Um, I don't know. I feel like once, once I like make a drill beat, I feel like I made all, all drill beats. <laughs> so, nah, uh, let's talk I about respect it. that. <laughs> I had this conversation with a producer yesterday <laughs> uh-huh. about just um, because I I was saying that I think drill, at least in the East Coast, is starting to become like oversaturated. We're starting to flood the market, mm-hmm. New York specifically, oh, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I get it. Ever since Pop and Welcome to the Party, ever since <clears throat> that whole wave took over in New York, New York hip hop low key been dead for a while, for a while. 
that kind of revitalized everything and put them back on the mainstream map at least. Um, so I guess I, I get why everyone's like following that sound and you know catering to that sound. But at some point, you know, we're, we're used to the same 808s. Like, mm. this, this is a specific 808 that Fabio uses. And I know it's on, like Axel only uses on Fabio tracks, but it's just mm. so easy to point out. And, you know, at some point, it just, it just becomes, you know, mm. redundant. Yeah. And, like, I like the, like, if, if a certain artist has a certain producer, like, collaboration, like, I don't mind that. Like like Axel and Five or something like that. Like mm-hmm. that's cool, but it's like when if I'm trying to do it for Monavelli, it's just like I'm not Axel, she's not Five or Four. So I feel you. It doesn't sound. Like, yeah, it doesn't not, sound. It doesn't non- have the same effect. Authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the same effect. So let them have theirs, and you make your own thing. I respect it. I respect it. Nah, that shit was crazy, bro. That was a crazy song. I respect everything that you said, though. Nah, but um, do you have a favorite person you like to work with? Because the only reason I asked that is because when I was going through your catalog, I, I seen you have a lot of Sue Surf like collaborations, mm-hmm. like got a whole beat yeah. tape dedicated to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I would say Reem Scully. Hey, shout out Boston. But um, yeah, Surf, um, Millie's too. Like, it's a lot of people. Because I, 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 I'm not very like one. Like one lane, I like to do a like versatile stuff. And I feel like every artist I work with likes to do versatile stuff. So if you're versatile, I'll probably fuck with you a lot more okay. than just like one specific sound, like a drill artist. Like I, w- I wouldn't want to make like a whole album of just drill beats or mm-hmm. just rap or just trap. Like just some kind of you know bunch of different vibes. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I want to talk a little bit about growth. The album? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, the project that you released back um, in 2020, I believe. Was it Was it 2020? Yeah. Yes, 2020. Yeah. Um, I remember when that announcement went out. I saw the billboard. Mm-hmm. I saw all the homies. Because, you know, I know mm-hmm. mad people um, in the scene. I saw all the homies post up, take uh, flicks with the billboard. That was great marketing. See? We're fa- coming back to this branding issue that he was talking about earlier. You need a good example of, you know, what good branding look like? My dog got a billboard. <laughs> you know, put you on all the artists that were going to be on the scene, let you know who was active in the area. You feel me? And I thought that was dope. Um, I loved it. It was a great look uh, just for any artist who was in the scene because people mm-hmm. were tapping in. I learned about people for the first time. I think that was the first time I actually I saw like Mona Belly. That was the first time I learned about you. And then obviously, oh, so I put you on. <laughs> wow! No, no, no. She put wow. me on. No, no, no. She put me on because Mona Belly did the work to make herself known. That's a fact. That's true. <laughs> so she put That's me true. on. Um, but I did put her on the billboard. <laughs> you put a name on a billboard. <laughs> nah, he did put your name on a billboard. I have to say that is facts. Hold on, I got you. That is. He's speaking facts right there. Facts. <laughs> but um, <laughs> after that, after that, um, is that you? No, that was was him. Oh, (laughs) that's his drop. (laughs) But um, yeah. After that, 
when you were working on the project, mm. how did it feel when you were creating that? Because obviously that's your that's you creating an album. So it's not mm. just producing. You're now executive producing with a whole sound, working with all these different artists. So creating the project, what was like uh what was that like for you doing it for the first time? It was um it was very creative. Like I like being creative. Um so that was like a new challenge for me was just putting together a whole project with other people. Like I made like beat tapes and stuff, but that's just, you know, putting beats together. But this was a whole like collaborative project that I had to um, like plan out, book sessions and get people to and from sessions at the right times. Like it was just new creativity, new, um, like a new challenge for Mm -hmm. me. So that was fun. And just seeing new music come together, um, seeing visions come together, because I had some visions for some some beats, and the artist made it happen. So it was just a, a good experience. Mm. I felt like I needed to um, to take me to the next level. Would you ever dabble in that again, or would you ever be willing to um, be an executive producer for like an artist if they wanted to yeah. release a project? Yeah, that I'm, I want to do that next, honestly. I want to do a bunch of collab projects and just kind of um, either produce everything or executive produce everything, kind of just oversee um, the whole project and, like, the rollout and the marketing for that, too, and see what happens, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Just, again, be creative. <clears throat> yeah, because I love that. Because I love, I love the the role that producers now have in hip hop like mm. producers have always been important you know producers just like the DJs back in the day mm. always been essential to hip hop right. <clears throat> but I feel like maybe early 2010 early 2010 producers really started to um, differentiate themselves and that's when tags started to become right. more prevalent and like if it was a mustard beat you knew it was mustard you knew metro every yeah. single time Mike so like Will. you knew all, yeah like around yeah. that time i feel like that's when producers really started to you know differentiate and start to build their own like sound yeah. instead of they became like artists themselves exactly that's, 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 that's the perfect way to put right. it so that's why yeah. when i saw <clears throat> that you went ahead and did that for yourself it's great because you know building your sound and showing your ability to uh create uh a thorough project but also it's just dope for the state because yeah you're working with all these people and everyone can just tap in it's just a dope look honestly so mm. that's why I feel you, if you plan on doing that in the future or maybe if you ever dabble back and make this like a series mm. I feel like it can hit just as heavy as like a Gangsta Grills tape did back in the day or like if somebody mm. hopped on a Clue tape or a K-Slay rest in peace like mm. it could have that same effect in right. the state if you were to do something like that for sure yeah I think I definitely think you will have the ability to do that and yeah definitely at the range as well so sure level up always i'll be i'll be tapping in hey label's already there so you already got it in the groundwork so i'm kind of just manifesting a bunch of shit you feel me but hey we'll definitely see that going in we'll definitely see that going in you say you're working on photography yeah so i mean you're taking a break from music no no no. okay so you still work just just adding i'm I'm adding yeah it's adding things to the bag okay okay um currently right now 
um, I know that you said that you're working to collab with people and like mm-hmm. full on projects. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything in the tuck at the moment, or are you just mm-hmm. just just working, just working? Yeah, I got I got a whole like twenty track album with Reem. Mm. Um, waiting for that to drop. Oh, I'm that's all. That's on. already ready. Pretty much, yeah. Love that. Okay. I love hearing um, that. I'm working on a project with 8-Zip. You know 8-Zip? Do I know 8-Zip? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know 8-Zip. I think that um, was 8. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Shooter's Music. <laughs> um, Done Daily. Oh. Shout, Shout out to Feed the Family. Facts. Uh, replay. And... Trying to get a project with Millie's, so we'll see what happens with that. But, but yeah, just just a lot of again. I want to kind of broaden. Um, OG Nipsey too. Oh. And, um, and yeah, just, I, I want to. Why do you have that on standby? That's cool. No, it's just um, a lot of shit I play, so I just keep him pause and play. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm just again just trying to to broaden the. The my <coughs> audio spectrum, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is there anyone that you haven't worked with that you do want to work with since you just listed all the people you I'm ready to yeah. tap him oh, in yeah. though. Pause. <laughs> 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 I got mad artists ready to <laughs> <laughs> go. <laughs> I got mad artists I wanna set them up with. There we pause. go. Yeah, right. facts. <laughs> um uh Latrell. Um James? Yeah. Hey. Uh, Van Buren. Hey, um, you and Luke would go crazy. Oh, I work Luke with Luke, on but yeah, yeah, Luke yeah, was on growth. Yeah, Luke was on growth. Yeah, You know the rest of them. Um, who else? There's a few others that I can't like really think of. Bia. Um, shout out to her. Yeah, there's a few more. I yeah, can't think you're of them right versatile. Now, That's what I like. I like yeah. that you're able to dip into different demographics too like you can sure. work with the youngins you can work with um yeah. the grown folks. i want to have the most like, versatile like credits list so love that we get in there love that love that love that from randolph massachusetts you said yeah word word you know always dolph. dirty dolph <laughs> what's, what's that don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, bet, bet, bet. I don't even know about that. I don't even know about that. All right, bet. Um, let's go ahead and um, Darnell. Do you have anything? I kind of wanted to know how you even got into producing, real quick. Yes, please. Yeah, if you could just tell us the background or history regarding that. Uh, it's real random. I got a video game for PlayStation Two. Hmm. Um, Magic's Music Maker, and that was a game. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. And just started messing around with like loops and stuff because you couldn't really save beats or make like beats. They just it was like Garage Band pretty much for okay. PlayStation okay. Two. So I'll just again be creative, and that kind of sparked my interest in creating music. But um, yeah, I don't have like a big music background. I don't listen to music. So. It all started from a video game. Yeah. That's kind of fire. I guess. Nah, it's dope. Cause like, nah, it's cause you, that's, different. Nah, 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 because that's different. Like, that's cause different. Cause like, you think you go yeah. into most people's story, they s- sometimes have a musical background or like, yeah. Yeah. um, 
they've been doing all this other shit but he and he was doing something else and an interest just like sparked in his mind and he went and learned that shit and is now doing that shit you feel me he's like yo i wasn't trying to it just hit me (laughs) yeah i became good at it and now it's my living (laughs) you feel me who knows Uh, niggas may see me in FIFA next. I might go crazy in the league. You feel me? It's like that something like crazy. that. <laughs> something like that. But that was dope. Uh, facts, but like if they came to you, FIFA had a clutch on niggas hill. like back in 2016. It was crazy. Like it was like true. they people just dropped Madden in 2K. Niggas were only playing FIFA. It was crazy in college, yo. <laughs> but um, after that, I definitely wanted to ask. Um, what do you remember your first placement? Uh yeah, technically it was Jim Jones. Um, first, he, wow. <laughs> okay, you mean like first, first? Okay, no, okay, okay, okay. Or like no, first, not, like major? That, no, that that you're speaking. Okay, yes. Okay. okay, Jim. Okay, I mean like first, like song I ever produced would be uh, my cousin Lost and Fair. I see cousin. Yeah. Oh gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that would be like my first ever song I produced for somebody. Yes, but major, but you said major Jim, was, Jones. Was Jim Jones. When yeah. was this? And f- what what was the record, if you don't uh, mind me asking? This was maybe 2011, I think. My dog been 2010, doing this. 2010, 2011. Um, it was, it was a, a feature track with this dude. I don't even think he's from Mass. I think I forgot where he's from. I don't know where the dude was from, but um, I think he ended up getting the beat off one of my beat tapes I dropped, or maybe YouTube. And he got Jim Jones, Jim Jones on it. He didn't say balling, so I was kind of upset. <laughs> but it was still a cool, like, because at the time Jim Jones, you know, was yeah, nah, he was yeah. popping off that shit. So, so yeah, it, it was it was a dope moment. Like I didn't really get any like cloud off it, but it was good to have it on like the resume that mm-hmm. early. Twenty eleven, you said. I think so. 2010, right. 2010, 2010. Nah, that's dope. Like that's, that's a mad long time ago. Yeah. Right, yeah. You've been in it for a while. That was the first major one. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was real random. Like, it was it was really like early because I started on the PlayStation like 20, um, 2008 ish. Oh, that was quick. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You must have picked it up real quick, though. Must be easy. Yeah, it was real quick. Um, what was the song? Uh, I know his name was. Uh, it's called Breaking Day. Breaking I, I Day. It's definitely not on Apple. Then, I don't think. Hey, good thing YouTube is a thing, right? Exactly. Facts. But um, all right. So we said 2011. Um, back then, fast forward to 2022. That was the mm-hmm. first placement. That's mm-hmm. dope. So how did how did all these connections come about? Like, do random. Um, a lot of them were tweets of just you like know, you tweeting beats. your music out there. Nah, them just tweeting, like, the email, like, send me beats. Like, Surf was just a, a tweet. Because I knew Surf from Ballarat. I didn't know him, but, like, I, I heard mm-hmm. of Surf from Ballarat. Was, yeah. yeah. And um, so I was following him on, on Twitter, and he tweeted out, send me beats. So I did, and then he ended up calling me back because um, I had my, my, my phone number and my, my email header or mm-hmm. whatever. And from there, it was just work. From there, so it all started from an email. Love. Yeah, so that, that should, so that does work. Email old does. People say email me beats. Really, email people beats. It does work. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't say it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> work for me. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. I mean, it's dope. You feel me? Like a lot yeah. of people, when people are able to make it out 
of um the situations to be successful at it i always gotta applaud it so it's dope it's dope you feel me and also um yeah appreciate you for being a man in your word we're actually able to make this a thing you feel me like reached out met a testing lab and then Mm -hmm. this was able to happen i'm actually happy that you were able to pull up to testing lab too and give people your feedback for sure because uh i think it's a dope event that um Mm-hmm. artists up and coming artists get to come out and showcase what they've been working on and get real feedback from the people you know yeah. I mean? and when they have a talented ear like yours your word can actually you know mean something and go a long way for them so yeah. i'm happy people from the state are able to do that you figure that out there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh shit y'all y'all actually like care about what I say. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was like, yeah, wow. Dog, okay, that's the respect back home, dog. Yeah, like I said, we respect love. it. We respect it. I right, appreciate it. No doubt. No doubt. All right. So tell people where to find you one more time. At home beats everywhere. Facts and hey, he said it himself. Like he's approachable. Not in the streets, but like, like <laughs> he's approachable. As if like you want to work. You think you got heat. Hit him up. Hit me up. He might try to work with you, and you never know. Connection go a long way. Connection go a long way. So, you know. But don't spam up. me. Don't do All not it takes spam. Is an email. Facts. Yes. All it takes is an email. But do not spam yeah. the guy. Do not I hate spam. spam too. Yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't like that shit. Yeah. Um, if you could name, let's not be biased. <laughs> if you could name maybe five from the state that's on your list. Current. I'm on a list of what? Top artists. Just top artists in the state. Top five. Um, no, no order because you know we don't. And, yeah. And don't don't look at Montevelli either. Because <laughs> she wait. Oh, I'm not looking at her. I mean. You said you said top five, right? <laughs> yeah. Because because <laughs> t- ten would be too easy. You feel me? Yeah. You can give mad love with ten. Yeah. Ten, ten is generous. <laughs> Um, I would say on Hum Beats list top five say, in the state, no order. Damn, I'm gonna lose mad placements. Um, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Just no, lets you fine. know who's doing that thing up here. Um, out of respect, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Millie's for sure. Got to be up there. Home team. Um, I gotta put Van Buren as one. They've been doing their thing for the past two years. Facts. Um, who else? See, I should listen to more music. Uh, I think, like, isn't, like, shooters music up there? I think they in there. They can be on your five. Yeah. If that's your yeah. five, it can be your five. Um, Technically, like, with all these people together, we're at, like, 13. But I'll, I know, I'll count but groups I'm putting, as, them, I'm putting groups I'll as, groups like, one. Groups as one, yeah. <laughs> um, We got uh-huh. Millie's Shooters Music, Millie's Van Buren. Buren. We got um, Cambridge, Roxbury, and Brockton. I don't know if people are gonna like be it. I don't know if, if she's claiming. Shout is. out to Medford. <laughs> hey. I'll, hey. I'll, I'll claim her. We lit. We Medford. We lit. <laughs> I know that's, that's been very. I, I mean, I, I call hey, her, I call her Mass, but um. <laughs> um size four and then just one more and I gotta put Reem up there that's, 
You heard it. You feel you know? me? Top five in the state. Check in with them if you haven't tapped in. You'll never know. You might enjoy some of the music. You feel me? You might enjoy it. I enjoy all these artists. You feel me? Heavy hitters out here. All right. Let's hey, go. Monavelli. <laughs> facts, facts. It's like the double XL, like top ten spot, like the tenth spot. <laughs> like, She's yeah. tied for number five. Facts, facts, facts. Um, and she can bar up with any of these niggas. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into our uh, reality checks. Rich, please start us off. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, let me get my let me get my camera. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you know, a better reality check this time. <laughs> Prioritize your own happiness. Don't let someone else's misery be your misery. Yo, we all be going through it, but make sure you you prioritize your own happiness. You try to stay happy. Take that vacation. Take that day off from work. Go to the gym. Do some things that are gonna make you feel better because. It's been a long couple years, you know, COVID, Trump, life. Shit's been a struggle. So prioritize your own happiness and, yeah, be happy. Facts, facts. All right, I'll go ahead and go next for my reality check. All right, so my reality check is to realize, understand, and value your worth. You feel me? Um, I, over the weekend had some expectations put on me and you know I, I wasn't trying to do any of that shit <laughs> like any anything that was expected of me i didn't want to do any of that shit but i had to understand why these people ex- like expected me to do that shit because i'm the best at what i do and i'm the only person that can execute it at the succession rate that i do so it's like all right sometimes you got to know when to throw your cape on understand who you are and the value that you bring to the table and just go do your shit and just go do your shit i'll be lazy sometimes and like i don't want to go hustle for my bread but i gotta understand Nobody else can make it the way I do. So, nigga, go up and go get your bread. You feel me? And that's that's my reality check. I want to pass that on to you. Notice, understand, and value your worth. You feel me? Nigga said, look at me. <laughs> I've been listening. Yo, you a different type. I listened to uh, a lot of Pink this morning. So, Pink. so you know, I'm, I'm feeling nice. I'm feeling nice right now. <laughs> um, facts. Is but yeah, let's go yeah. ahead to uh, let's go ahead to um, humble beats for his reality check, please. Um, I said humble hum beats. <laughs> That's crazy. Just trying to be nice. <laughs> um, reality check facts. Level up always. Um, yeah, just always become the best version of yourself. Um, my formula for level up always is learn, adapt, evolve. Um, learn from your wins. Learn from your losses. Learn from just your life experiences. Um, adapt those findings that you find within yourself. Um, you know, whether it's changing up something or dropping something, adding something to your your daily routine or whatever. Um, and then evolve into a better version of yourself. And just repeat that process and level up always. Reality check. That's the slogan. You feel me? That's the slogan. Level up always. It's crazy how you can really just apply it anywhere in life and it can just hit every single time. You feel me? Like, what? I'm about to just start saying that. 
<laughs> Boy, I want my royalties. You living by it? Huh? Huh? <laughs> what Sean say? Was a I'm not. Am I not leveling up to you? Nah, nah, we, we can be real. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm leveling up. Always though. Mm. See, mm. that's why I gotta tell myself mm. I gotta go get that bread. <laughs> <laughs> All right, word. So, hum, thank you for pulling up. I appreciate thank it. You. My hand is sweaty. You here, aside, aside, and thank you for everybody else for pulling up to the studio. Appreciate y'all. Definitely welcome here anytime. It's love. You feel me? All right, so it's been your boy DME. It's been your boy Cozy Rich. It's been your boy Humbeats. And <laughs> you've been listening to the Urban Product. We'll go ahead and catch y'all next time. Love. Your flight landed eight, I sent your confirmation. Pussy come with conversation. Chase her up the wall, she still try to take it. You gon' give it to me, you can't have it back. Where you at though? Matter of fact, devil with Dior, she got the bag to match. Bought her to my city, she ain't have to pack. Archer shit gon' crack her back. Text your bitches about me, little tattle tag. You in that magic cat, I grab you, grabbing back. Talking slick, ain't had it yet. Ain't seen your savage yet, ain't seen your savage yet. You know the young OG still be cooking, right? Look, every nigga looking for you. Go and Devin Booker for you. Shoot they shot, cause you the one. The mother ones don't look as loyal. They gon' talk behind your back. Ass look like it took up for you. It's them little shorts in the kitchen while she cooking for you. I got all the recipes, all the flyest SUVs. All them hoes is dead to me. All they got was rest in peace. I'm funeral fabbing that, slapping this and grabbing that. Pinch of this, stab at that. You know where the cabinet at.